Hello everyone and welcome to the Video Games and Good Conversation podcast. I am your host Zorvax. Today is March 19th, 2019. Today's topic of conversation will be about World of Warcraft, the MMORPG from Blizzard Entertainment. It launched back in 2004 and has been running ever since. Um, First off, I would like to say I appreciate everybody who has taken the time to listen to the podcast and has listened through all the episodes so far. I've really been trying to keep a constant schedule of one episode per week, and it hasn't been going so well um, so far. Life, unfortunately, is quite busy in between my day job and live streaming and just the rigors of life. It's been kind of hard to keep up with doing one every week, but I am trying, I'm doing my best. I really enjoy doing the podcast and I really enjoy, uh, you know, talking about this stuff with you guys and hearing your feedback. So I am going to continue to try to keep to that schedule. But to start the episode about World of Warcraft, we can really go back to the early days, even before World of Warcraft itself came out to Warcraft 3, Warcraft 2, and the original Warcraft, which were real-time strategy games from Blizzard. Um, And I'm not going to get really too deep into all the backstory and the lore and everything, but just so if anybody hasn't played World of Warcraft, it follows the story of the Orcish Horde and the Human Alliance in their war against each other after the Orcish Horde invaded the Alliance's homeworld of Azeroth and pretty much just wreaked havoc on everything. Um, there's a lot more story as to why they invaded and how all that unfolded, and it's it's quite the deep story, but um, that, that's kind of where it all began, and it followed through the games, through 2 and 3, into a more deep story about demons and demon corruption with the orcs and other races and how it all came to be and and all of those games and stories actually led directly into where world of warcraft picks up so myself personally i started world of warcraft back in one of the betas before the game even launched back in 2004 and I was one of those people who had been following the game ever since it was announced because I was a big Warcraft player. I played 2 and 3 especially quite a bit and when I first heard about it I was super excited because the chance of being able to play in this world that I had come to love so much from the strategy games and actually be a character, a hero within that world was just a really cool idea and I was really really excited to get into it so I was one of those people who I went out and I pre-ordered the collector's edition of the game and you know had it ready and waiting for when it launched and I played launch day and and really got into the game and myself I started off my first character was an undead warlock but I only got it to I think level 14 or 15 before I switched and started leveling a Tauren Warrior, which ended up being one of my two main classes that I played through Vanilla, the other being um, my Human Rogue. And I guess I should probably also clarify, 
Vanilla refers to the base game of World of Warcraft before any of the expansions came out. So you have Vanilla and then the Burning Crusade expansion, the Wrath of the Lich King expansion, and you know so on from there. So whenever you hear me refer to Vanilla, that I'm referring to the base game before any of the expansions came out. But so I started back during the initial launch and I played I played off and on for various reasons. Um, I unfortunately had to take some breaks from the game, but I leveled, I ended up leveling my human rogue to 61st because uh, I had a good friend of mine, Warfiend, who was playing an Alliance Warrior and I was joining him on his server and he was already in a guild who was doing raiding content. So it was a, a perfect reason for me to do it because I could really jump right into the high level content once I got to level 60. And Vanilla was really uh, an awesome experience. If you look back now, I know everybody says the, the whole nostalgia rose-colored goggles <laughs> issue of looking back on how realistically the game itself wasn't that polished and it had all its problems. But since we had such great times back then, all of us kind of seem to forget that. But <laughs> it really was some of the best times I ever had in the game. And I made so many good friends back then and had so many amazing experiences that it's really making me excited for World of Warcraft Classic, which is supposed to be coming out later this year, which will be the vanilla World of Warcraft experience. So I'm pretty excited about that. But basically, the story of World of Warcraft starts from where Warcraft 3 ends off, which is after the demon invasion has been successfully thwarted, and they, they defeated Archimonde at the World Tree. Archimonde's a demon general dude. And, uh, and it seems all is okay, all is right. And it leads through to, you know, the Lich King and Arthas, the Death Knight, who fights his way and merges with the Lich King and all that and that kind of ends World uh, Warcraft 3 rather and then when you start World of Warcraft the the world is as it was at the end of Warcraft 3 but you are basically just an adventurer you are not anybody who is actually within the Warcraft story you are just in the world so you have to level up and you go through all of the you know, these iconic zones, or well, we, we call them zones, but they're, you know, areas more like countries or, you know, cities and things. But you, you go through all these iconic places from the Warcraft series, you know, all of these big landmark areas that you saw in those games, and you get to level up and fight all of the monsters that you encountered in the previous games, like kobolds and murlocs and centaurs and all of these other crazy mythological creatures and that's that's just kind of a, a good backstory for the beginning of world of warcraft but um, for the base game vanilla game you start off with a level cap of level 60 that was as high as you could go back then and it actually took quite a while to level up i think it was a combination of the fact that nobody knew where anything was or how to do the quests and back then they really didn't hold your hand like they do now if you picked up a quest it didn't put markers and like little circles on your map that told you exactly where to go and what to do 
you actually had to read <laughs> the quest. I know, it's, it's insane. You had to sit there and read the quest and see where it told you to go and what to do and find your way to that area and find the monsters that you had to kill. And unlike now, the monsters, they weren't tagged saying that, hey, this is the monster you need for the quest you're on. You just had to kill it and hope that you either got credit or you got the item from it so that you knew that you were killing the right thing. And then you also had the elite quest, the group quest, that a lot of times now can be fairly easily done with a single person that you definitely could not do by yourself back then with maybe the exception of a couple classes using very, uh, you know, interesting ways of going about it, like a hunter kiting it maybe, or, you know, a paladin with their, their heels and their bubbles and stuff. But for the most part, it was really, really hard to do an elite quest by yourself and you had to get help from other people and back then there was there was no group finder there was no easy way to to find another person to do it other than just yelling in the the area that you were at that you were looking for a group to do that quest and, uh, and also then there was no uh, sharding like cross server type stuff where you had people from other servers also on your server it was only the people on your server so you actually had the opportunity to form friendships with people and you know maybe you join their guild or they join yours or you you know add them to your friends list and then as you level up you guys do dungeons together and all this other stuff that really doesn't happen in the game the way it is now so i think that's also another thing that people are really looking forward to having back with with wow classic so as you make your way through each zone was basically for a, a specific level range so you'd have you know, say Duratar was 1 to 10, and then like the crossroads, you know, you go there at level 10, and it would go all the way up to like level 20, and you know, you could go to Stone Town at about level 15 or 16, and, and basically wherever you decided you wanted to level, there would be quests there for you to pick up, and that would be your main way of, of leveling up, was by doing quests and getting the bonus experience for completing the quests, and you'd also sometimes get some good armor or weapons or whatever from doing the quests as well. And it was actually a nice change because a lot of the MMORPGs that I played before WoW, they were really reliant on just grinding experience, just going out to a field and killing monsters for hours and hours on end to level that way. You, I didn't really ever bother doing quests because most of them either didn't give experience at all or they didn't give enough where I really cared too much about doing them. So it was definitely a, a nice change of pace. But it would it would take you quite a while, sometimes even months, to level from 1 to 60. And then of course once you got to 60, you had to start the long process of, of gearing up your character so that you could do the raids. Because when you'd get to level 60, you'd be wearing all of this, you know, green which is uncommon and blue which is rare um, quality armor and weapons that was okay for doing quests but would not get you very far with doing the harder dungeons and into the raids so you would have to start off by going to dungeons that were like level 55 and above and and doing those in a group with you know five players to defeat these bosses and get this better gear 
so that your character could get stronger and you can do the harder dungeons and you know venture into the 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 early on raids and actually begin to make your character into what it would be at the end game so like so you know say in, in wow you'd get to level 60 and you might be doing like blackrock depths or scalamance or strathome any of these various high level dungeons over and over to try to get the pieces of gear that you needed and the weapons that you needed and you know make your character stronger so that you might be able to get into a guild who was doing some of the earlier raids doing like onyxia's lair or you know molten core when it came out and once you did those you would start getting gear from then you'd run them every single week because they would be on a on a weekly reset timer so once you killed the bosses you couldn't kill them again until the next weekly reset so you would just go in there week after week trying to get everybody geared up and these these raids held 40 people which is a lot by today's standards so you would actually have 40 different players that you needed to get geared up so that you could do harder content so it would take you a very long time to, to get all your your people geared up enough so that you could hope to do the next raid in the next tier so like when Blackwing Lair came out which was the next raid tier to be able to get that st nice gear and things that were in there you had to have done enough of these previous raids to get your players equipped with enough good stuff that you could actually progress in the new tier raid and start getting the good stuff from that so that when the next tier raid came out you would be geared well enough so that you could do that and that kind of began a, a never-ending cycle with with raiding and that was pretty much the point of endgame once you got to level 60 and everyone did that throughout all the different raid tiers you had you know blackwing lair and then you had uh, Encourage, which was they had a 20-man raid and a 40-man raid and then you also had a uh, Zulgarub, which was another 20-man raid. And uh, let's see, after Encourage, they eventually added Naxxramas, which came towards the end of Vanilla. And a lot of people actually didn't do that. I think, I think they said only like 2% of the player base even ever saw Naxxramas or something like that. So really, it wasn't, wasn't really well-timed because it came out and then... The expansion was coming out shortly thereafter in which you were going to have to level 10 more levels to level 70 and there was going to be all new raid content and pretty much everything that you had done up to that point would be invalid. So a lot of people actually went on a break and just took a break from the game altogether until the expansion came out. So it didn't end up being really that good of a, a thing, but they ended up reusing Naxxramas and making it into another raid in Wrath of the Lich King so that it really didn't didn't go to waste and there were some pretty cool items that you could get from Naxxramas back in vanilla that you couldn't get after the fact and those things became you know really rare sought after items so that was definitely a, a bonus from that and speaking of the Burning Crusade so once the Burning Crusade came out that was the first expansion, which, as I said, raised the level cap to level 70. It added in some new features like flying. Flying was a huge one. That was actually a really uh, big issue with some people because a lot of people felt like flying really hurt world PvP 
on PvP servers because most people would just fly and stay up in the air and try to avoid conflict and of course you know people didn't like that but uh, it did add some some cool features and it of course had all new environments you went to Outland which was the broken home of the orcs and the the Draenei and it added in the new races the Draenei and the Blood Elves and it added in some class options for both originally in vanilla paladins were alliance only and shaman were horde only but with the burning crusade draenei were able to be shaman and blood elves were able to be paladins so it brought both of those classes to the other faction and it pretty much was the first time that the factions were completely even on all the classes and what they could do in raids because there was some controversy <laughs> Shouldn't, shouldn't really say controversy, but there were some people back in Vanilla who thought, you know, that the Horde had an advantage with the Shamans, and then, of course, people said, oh, no, the Alliance has an advantage with Paladins, and, you know, having the different classes on each faction did kind of lead to that, but that was eliminated with Burning Crusade, and ever since then, every class has been available to both factions just to make sure that there was no issues in the future. And of course the point in Burning Crusade once again was to level to max level, do your dungeons and get your good dungeon gear, upgrade to your raids and do your raids and get your good raid gear so you could do the higher raid tiers and so on and so forth. And <laughs> without, like this, this podcast could literally take hours if I sat here and went through every expansion and all of its features and all the things that it brought and this, that and the other things, so... I'm not really going to get into all that, um, at least not now, maybe in the future we might break it down, like do a, a per expansion episode or something where we go over all that. But I do want to go over some key features that came in throughout the game's history that have kind of been either really great features or features that people ended up hating or thinking straight up ruined the game. Um, the first one obviously that comes to mind is the looking for raid <laughs> raid option. There's a lot of people out there who felt like that should have never been made and that it ruined the game in a lot of ways. Um, I don't really feel that way. Personally, I have done my fair share of, of raid finder content. I, I was a big raider in vanilla. I raided a fair amount in Burning Crusade and even in Wrath of the Lich King. After that, I kind of you know, became more casual. I'm, I mean, I'm getting older, I'm working, I have more responsibilities, so that kind of thing happens. And with, with looking for raid, I actually kind of liked it because it gave me the opportunity to do stuff that I wouldn't be able to do otherwise, or at least not until an expansion or two later, uh, because I didn't have the time to devote to making my character the best and getting the best gear so I could do these raids. So I personally... I enjoyed it and I still you know do enjoy it to this day but a lot of people didn't like it because they felt like that kind of content should have been for the best of the best for the, the, the people who had the time to dedicate to you know getting the gear and you know making their character that strong to be able to do that content and they felt like it took away from them for other people to be able to do that same thing with putting in really minimal effort so I can see the point to that. I mean, on one side, I think that the, the story should be there for everybody. And I, I like that 
you know, people who may not be able to play at that level or may not have the time to devote to get there have the option to at least, you know, see the, the story and the content. And plus, it's not like they were getting the same quality of gear from it. You know, you wouldn't get the same, like, you might get the same item, but it's not as powerful as somebody who did it on the regular raid or, like, the Mythic raid level difficulty. So, you weren't getting the same rewards for less work or anything like that, but it, it still caused an issue. And then, along with other things like the whole cross-server tech and sharding, and you know you add that in with the group finder tool which was the same thing but for like regular dungeon groups instead of having to yell for people and form your own group and travel to the dungeon together instead you could just push a button and it would put you in a queue and you would join up randomly with other people that would teleport you to the dungeon and bam you're good to go again in theory and for a lot of people, this was a great thing because it saved on time, it saved on effort. You could do the things you wanted to do or needed to do without sacrificing, you know, hours on end just trying to get a group together and do it. But people felt like it took away from the, the server communities because instead of getting to know people who were on your server and playing with them, you're just being grouped with random people from any server that you're never going to see again. So a lot of people didn't like that tool either. And it came down to whether, you know, you cared more about having a server community or if you cared more about just getting things done. And I think that kind of really is a lot of the, the issues that people have with many of the features that have come in WoW. It's, it comes down to whether you care more about the, the purity of the game and what it is versus, you know, convenience and what makes it easier for your average player or your more casual player and let's face it world of warcraft over the years has by far become the easiest game for a casual player to get into and enjoy and i'm not saying that that's a bad thing because i don't think it is i think it's really smart to cater to those those kind of players because frankly anymore i'm one of those kind of players i don't have time to play for six to eight hours a day anymore like I might have done back in you know vanilla and burning crusade I like to be able to get on and and have a good time and feel like I've accomplished something even if I can only get on for an hour or two and <laughs> people may say that that makes me part of the problem but uh, I mean it is what it is that's just what it comes down to so I definitely think there's a space for the hardcore player the people who do still dedicate that time and that effort to the game and I don't have anything against the game you know or the or should I say Blizzard catering to those people and even maybe giving them content that's not for the masses because there, there's no reason not to and you know back in the day I would have would have loved to have stuff like that because there, there was something special especially in vanilla about having what other people didn't you know having that tier two armor and weapons and standing in you know iron forge with your nice blood fang armor and your you know um paradition's blade and just having people like walk up and like stare at your character looking at you like oh man look at all this awesome stuff he has it was really cool and now obviously that doesn't happen anymore because you very rarely see anybody who looks unique or is wearing a unique set of armor that you know just by seeing it and 
I, I definitely understand the people who are still playing to that level now like I was back then wanting to have that feeling but at the same time you know when your demographic is people who started playing 14 years ago when the game came out you've got to be able to cater to those people too at least to a certain degree so I don't know <laughs> I think that's a, a debate that could could go either way and it just kind of depends on your point of view but personally, um, I, I, I like a lot of the changes. A lot of changes I don't like, and I do feel like the game, for me, has gotten a little more stale over the years. And there's still times that I do get very excited about it, and I still do enjoy playing. I still play, to this day, um, just recently, started playing uh, Zandalari Paladin. I had a Paladin I leveled up um, with the boost from buying War... Or not War... War of the Dragon. Oh my god, that was a long time ago. Um, from buying Battle for Azeroth, I boosted him up, and I finished leveling him, and then just recently when the Zandalari race unlocked, I went ahead and race changed him, and I've, I've been enjoying playing him a lot, and I've been really looking forward to doing some more stuff on him. Um, so I'm still enjoying the game, but I can definitely see that there's been a, a downtrend, and I'm hoping for some good stuff here to come in the future with the game to kind of keep it keep it alive and keep people excited about it and keep people interested so I'm, I'm looking to see what what they're gonna bring out in the future and how the upcoming patch with um, Ashara and everything is gonna go I'm pretty excited to see how all that unfolds and the story with Sylvanas and the ongoing drama behind the the horde and everything I'm interested to see how all that goes so I think it's gonna be interesting I think it's gonna be fun I am kind of concerned how much longer they're going to be able to really sustain things. I don't know at this point anymore because they stopped a long time ago telling people how many subscribers they had and everything. So there's no way to know how popular the game is anymore. Um, it seems to still be fairly popular though. So maybe, maybe it'll be good next expansion and beyond. But I know they did say in the past that as long as the game was successful and you know profitable and all that that they would continue to support it so we can always hope for the best but I'm gonna go ahead and, and cut this off I've rambled on for quite some time already I feel like and I've only said <laughs> said maybe like a quarter of the things that I could have said so I think we'll definitely do some more uh, World of Warcraft episodes in the future and kind of cover more things in depth maybe do it expansion by expansion or you know we'll figure out a way to kind of cover everything in more detail um but for those of you who are listening i want to pose a question if you would like to tweet at me at zorvax or drop by my stream uh, twitch.tv slash zorvax i want to ask you guys if you do play world of warcraft when did you start playing what class did you start as and are you still playing to this day and are you still playing that class to this day? So send me a tweet or drop by the stream. Say, hey, let me know. I would love to hear from you. But otherwise, that's going to be it for me, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I was surely glad to have you. And I will catch you on the next episode.